I'm uh, I'm taking an unofficial poll of members of the Ref Army right off the top of the show. You ready? This is a very important question. Fire away. Good morning to you, by the way. Good morning, Josh. How are you? You're part of this, too. And this requires an honesty. Now, guys, I think you know I feel like we all have a bond because, number one, I don't know many people that get to listen to the radio between nine and <laughs> most of my friends have yobs that have them back in offices or on Zooms all day long. So I feel like we are a rather large, tight-knit family. So when I ask this, I require 100% honesty. Okay, talk to me. How quickly did you go to Twitter after Joe Buck said, we can't show you the instant replay of this? The... The replay of Nick Chubb's injury was too violent for TV. How quickly did you go to Twitter to try to find it? You know what? Uh, I wasn't watching live. Oh, when that okay. Last night. okay. Otherwise, I'm sure I would have. All right. I, I, in those situations, yes, right away. I, I'll admit. Uh, you guys all know you did it too, right? Uh, yes. I, I I like to see the injury. It. Uh, I, I don't I, I want to know the why behind it. Sure. I want to – and then I'll watch it. Now, okay, there's a – is it delineation? There's a difference. There's, if it's like a dislocated ankle, remember the Moises Alou dislocated ankle? I think it was Bush Stadium. He was rounding first. His ankle went this way, and he's doing the holding his leg up, and his, and he's looking at it. So I'm like, I would pass out if I saw that. And, and, and I imagine you're just in such shock. Right. I can't do that. All right. I can't do that. That's one where it's, oh, no, it's a dislocation. I'm not going to go look for that. Kevin Ware? Ke- I haven't even seen that one, Josh. Yeah. And I'm not lying, and I never want to see it. That, that was pretty jarring. But I did find myself as soon as they said this is – I hate myself after I do it, too. That's honestly. Um, <laughs> Travis Travis's first in, which is a very, very fair point. Your question makes the assumption that I'm ever off Twitter in the first place. That is fair. That is fair. Very high-volume, high-volume uh, high shooter is both Trav and I. Trav on Twitter, what's it? Um, He's got the no tees on. Product, right? What's, what's no the best? No teeps. Well, what am I trying to uh, – what is it that you – content. Jeez, we're off to a roaring start today. You're sharp this morning. Travis Moore on Twitter, content. Me more on just Twitter scrolling, but I, I bet I'm maybe off Twitter for 20, 20 30 minutes a day. Ah, here you go. Um, immediately from the 405, <laughs> Brooke writes, well, I'm going to go look for the replay now. I, that, Brad in Bartlesville. Now, I met Brad in Bartlesville this weekend, Josh. I met Brad in Bartlesville this weekend. Great ref listener my kind of guy I could tell so whenever I read Brad and Bartlesville's tweet you might say to yourself no stop but I believe him Brad and Bartlesville he's honest with us he said honestly I did not look Joe Theismann was the last one I ever saw never again hmm. Sooner Steve and I was on Twitter before he finished his sentence. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, Bumpy Rhodes says, sympathy pains. I can't watch that stuff. All right. 
well, we have a few people that are better than us today, Brian. <laughs> I see you people have these values. If you missed it last night, it honestly was a gruesome injury to Nick Chubb. Yeah. Uh, he was planted. Now, it, is that a dirty hit? I feel like in what you see and what they show that it's not you, – you've got to see the full play, I guess is what I'm trying to – to say you just can't where it picks up at least in the 8,000 times I've watched this it comes with Minka Fitzpatrick what it looks like diving for his leg so if that's all you see then yeah but last night if you missed it doubleheader Monday Night Football thought it was great I I was so ant I was like why are you doing two NFL games that legit start an hour apart from each other what are we even doing right now what do we even – why do – and then the, I thought ESPN and ABC and ESPN too. I got to tell you something, when that, those entities work together, that's what we need and deserve as sports fans, right? We pay so much to be a part of things. So why are people highly critical of ESPNs and the game coverage? Because we pay a lot of money. None of this S is free as fans. So when they use their power for good, like surprisingly last night was, right, I think it was great. So you had this Monday Night Football doubleheader. Saints and Panthers was pretty gross in the first half. And then you had the Saints and Panthers going on with the update on the Steelers-Browns game, and sometimes it would jump to a two-box, and sometimes it would flip to the other game for a while. I mean, it was it was really well. It was I, I felt the proudest I think I've ever felt of ESPN last night. It's like, look at, look at, look at these guys. Look at, they're finally doing it. They're using, because sometimes you might imagine, well, you just need to turn over to that other channel to find it. No, they did. They used their powers, powers for good. And then what's the timestamp on that? And then with 14-14 to go in the longest second quarter in the history of the National Football League, this happened to Brown's star running back, Nick Chubb. Well, one of the best players in the game is being carted off, and these fans here in Pittsburgh, I mean, so classy. They saw the replay. They groaned when they saw it. When Chubb got on the cart, they were chanting Chubb for Nick Chubb, and they gave him a huge ovation as he was carted away, got hit directly on the knee earlier in the game. Here's the play where Nick Chubb is hurt. The replay from the other side is not good to see. It's a direct hit by Minka Fitzpatrick on a planted left leg right into the knee, and his knee just completely collapsed. Had to get carted off. Out for the rest of the night. Who knows how long. Season. Season. Unfortunately. Hmm. Immediately shakes the head. Teammates trying to help him up. Like they knew nah, right away. Yeah, I'm no, not it's like be, don't be able to get up. Don't even try. Chubb's injury uh, to from the six one four gave me Ohio State Miami Fiesta Bowl injury flashbacks. Oh, mm. so, so was it a dirty head? Do you th- do you think it was a football play? I I have been content with believing that's a football play. I think so too. I've it's made- easy to see the slow mo and say it's dirty, but. I know you got somebody up high, and then he comes down low. But I mean, Nick Chubb, you're trying to get him down, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. You're trying to make a play. So 
how's your morning? <laughs> Sorry, bringing up Nick Chubb and his injury last night. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't alone in this. I want to make sure that I wasn't the only terrible person that as soon as Joe Buck's like, that other angle, just we're not going to show it to you. Like, okay. Well, I'll yes. go find it. Well, Joe, challenge accepted. <laughs> um, welcome into the Plank Show on a shortened Tuesday version with Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. I, I went to a place I don't go very often for advice, Josh, or, or takes. I went to a place that I've kind of made more about family and my schedule and just really, well, let's just be honest, a place that's kind of a cesspool and I don't really like to spend too much time. Josh, I went to Facebook with a Sooner football question. Oh, no. Yes, I did. We'll share some of the best of it coming up at the bottom of this hour. Was so, it pretty good, though, the responses? You know, uh, I, I I sent it very early this morning because for some reason, some re- I, I'm trying to give daily updates. I've been told that a lot of my friends, because I guess we're now the olds, a lot of my friends and their family are on Facebook, and they're like, you need to let us know when you're on the radio. We'll listen. And I've seen that chart. I've seen our graphic. There's not enough people listening right now in Wood River, Illinois, Josh. So we need to up that number a little bit. Up that number. Yeah, we'd like to get to at least one. One. <laughs> We're at zero right now, Mom. But I uh, – so I, I'm trying to update it a little bit more often. right? I'm trying to be a little better about it. But the first five were um, – ah, it's a doozy. This thing quickly turned into Oklahoma State hate very quickly, which I guess in some ways I'm here for. It's a good week for that. Can I – can I talk about somebody without indirectly talking about them but in saying I think that's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life? Not talk about someone that I like but people would get who I'm talking about? We're a family here, right? We all just admitted how quickly we went to look for Nick Chubb's injury together outside of Braddon's, Bartlesville, Lloyd, and you weren't watching, but you admitted if you were. Oh, I would have gone seeking. Yeah. Robert Allen? I don't know. No, no. I don't know what you're talking about. But if your theory, <laughs> your theory is that a team had spent an entire offseason preparing for you and not the fact that they played the winner of a power – of a New Year's Day six bowl in their opening weekend. Well, ah, everyone prepares for power five opponents. I don't, I don't get, I don't get that. That shouldn't be an excuse for 33 to seven. All right. That's it. That's all I'm bringing up. We're done. We're done. Just my thought, my feeling on it. I'm not buying that. And you know what? Really? It boils down to this. Nobody wants excuse in eight or 3,000. No one wants the excuse in eight or 3,000. Whether it's opposing fans, uh, obviously Oklahoma state fans, Nobody's buying that. When it's 33-7 to a team, directional Alabama, and they're good. good that, that's a good team. team. But when it's South Alabama, people don't care, right? They don't want to hear that. No. If that happens against, I would even say, an SMU. You're like, All right. Get it. All right, quick break. Um, 9-15. Let's lay out the show before I go. All right. Did I get all my little hot takes out of here? Off the, I think we're good. Um, and I'm a homer, too, so I make excuses for my team. But whenever I heard someone saying that because the entire offseason, 
that basically the Bills had been preparing for the Raiders? I'm sorry, Raider fan. I'm not accepting that. Don't understand. Uh, coming up on the program today, we're going to hear from Jeff Lebby, Ted Roof, and Brent Venables because the Brent Venables press conference is coming your way at 11.30 a.m. live right here on The Ref. And Tuesdays become a very uh, reactionary day, right? Because we have the press conference to look back on. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the press conferences to look back on from Lebby and Roof. We taped Coach's Corner yesterday, so I learned a little bit more about how the coaches are feeling post Oklahoma's win over Tulsa. Not just, well, I saw this, so this is the way it is, but what they told us that you'll hear coming up a little bit later on tomorrow. DeMarco Murray, Ted Roof. And and Ted Roof, by the way, after going back and listening to his press conference, this isn't a knock. I mean, how much more can you say? A lot of the same stuff, you know, very similar stuff. We were able to go and drill a little deeper on the, uh, the secondary in the back, the back end more with Ted. But, yeah, I thought it was – um. I thought it was a good day for press conferences yesterday. Just to continue to learn. Lebby seemed happy. He should. Brent Venables told us last night Desan McCullough would be back this weekend and he should be ready to go. And we had a doubleheader in Monday Night Football to recap. All that and you. It's Plank Show right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. I was tallying up my poll here during the break, uh, there's a lot of you you people that are much better people than I am. Sooner Judy didn't do it. Mm. I immediately, a lot of immediately's, but I do feel like if you tell me that you didn't go immediately to try to find that video of Nick Chubb's injury, then you are a much better person than me. <laughs> or... A little more squeamish. A little more squeamish. I'm a pretty squeamy dude. I'm a pretty squeamy dude whenever it comes to – is that even a word? <laughs> Out of context. Yeah, squeamish. My st- I am not good with that stuff. The 405 said, my buddy screenshot it and sent it to me immediately. Yeah, those group texts can be dangerous. Yes. When Austin is like, oh, an image. and Oh, no. <laughs> How? Disgusting. How? I was at Tennessee when Chubb was injured in 2015. It was horrific to watch on the replay screen. You know, the uh, we had – was it Seth Russell, the Baylor quarterback? Help me out, Sooner Nation. Whenever Oklahoma played Baylor, uh, I say everything's a couple years ago, but it was probably now like four years ago. And he dislocated his ankle, and they showed the replay – because they were just showing the replay, and in the replay, it's like, oh, there was an audible gasp throughout the stadium. Oh, that was bad. As soon as I got home, I went looking for that footage. Uh, Coy writes, I didn't see it live, and I don't want to watch the video, but because I saw a photo of his leg during the play, and I realized I can't do it. That was bad, man. 2017 uh, Reese's Senior Bowl participant, Seth Russell. Mm, okay. So, just seven years. Do you agree with this, K.A. and B.A.? I didn't even watch the games. The NFL is getting boring to me. No, I don't agree with that. I love uh, I love both. I love college football. I love the National Football League. I like the differences between the two. So, when people, you know, point out the deficiencies in one or the other – 
I love all my children, so no. <laughs> You're not like Coach Prime? You don't have rankings as far as which ones matter most? No. I found my way uh, – what? I found myself into these games much more than I should have been. So I would have to disagree with K.A. And I don't gamble. My fantasy team is a free league, and it's terrible, and I'm 0-2 already. So I'm not sitting there going, come on, Michael Thomas. There's not, uh, there's not a sweat out there for you. I, how about this? I wish for the amount of time, K.A., that I put into it, I could find it boring. And my team is terrible. My team is awful. I can't mm-hmm. get enough of it. Are right, you want a little breaking news this morning? Sure. Mondays, you and I spend three hours talking about nothing but the Sooners. Oh, and anything exciting? Do you have anyone else come in and, and set the whole place on fire after I left? It was pretty relaxed, Dude. actually. <laughs> was that two weeks ago or the guy? What, did he hate everyone? or Pretty much, yeah. yeah. According – now, this is the first place I've seen this. I guess maybe I should go look in my, my media list to see if it's better and has more factual or deeper information. But according to ESPN – the Colorado versus Colorado State game. All right, there you go. Was ESPN's most watched late night primetime game. Isn't late night and primetime two completely different things? <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, but like maybe you catch the tail end of uh, primetime. Right. Okay. Okay. I kick off and then you, yeah, go into the late okay. night. Okay. So it's late night. Primetime game, the ratings most watched ever, and it was the fifth most watched college football game ever. Colorado, Colorado State. Mm-hmm. That's wild. On on ESPN, I guess I should say. It'll, uh, it'll 9.3 million viewers. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see what happens if they get waxed by Oregon this week. And I think... I think there is a good chance they're going to get waxed. No Travis Hunter. Oregon is loaded with dudes. It's at Oregon, right? It's at Oregon. Largest college football game. a Largest college football audience of the season. And the fifth largest regular season audience ever. For Colorado, Colorado State. There'll be a lot of people watching Oregon, Colorado, though. That's for sure. Saturday's game averaged a four point nine. And keep in mind, this was a kickoff at nine o'clock yeah. local time. Yeah. So that's ten o'clock on the East Coast. Yeah, I, I don't think that game was over until one thirty. Oh, I know exactly when it was over because I had fallen asleep, <laughs> woke up, and I woke up and had to rewind the DVR thirty minutes. So it was like one twenty-five. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, I was a de- degenerate and stayed up for all of Good it. Good on you. You're better than me. I was cashed, but four point nine, nine point three million viewers on ESPN, fifth largest regular season college football audience. Blah blah. blah we said that. Uh, it peaked Josh Helmer at eleven point one million viewers from ten to ten fifteen. That was two million more than Florida State and LSU, at least in that peak moment. 
And it was the most watched college football game of the season on ESPN. More information to come. And obviously, it was an exciting game. So that means uh, it's going to keep drawing people in. Is um is this a bad take? Because I know they're my best. My best friend is anti prime. He's like, I can't wait to watch him get beat. And I don't disagree. I mean, they're going to lose a game. This week. This week. Probably the week after that. That's right. It's 10 a.m. start time locally in Colorado for USC Colorado. That's going to be awesome. How about that? <laughs> It'd probably be cold as all get out, too. But here's my question. Or my point, my thought. I think this is great for college football. I think this is awesome. There is a lot of people that disagree. And in their mind, like, no, it's not. This is Dion. This is Coach Prime. This isn't college football. This is all about sunglasses and sunglass sales and all about him. And there's a part of me that's like, um, I'm okay with that. Am I, is it me? Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Or is this, because it's drawing more people to college football, right? The ratings say as much. And the audience, I, I will never understand having to sell someone on watching a college football game. I will never understand going to a sports fan and saying, "Come on, man, let's watch it. Let's watch the college foot. Come on, man, hey. watch the college football game, dude." Hey, uh, <laughs> I, if you need some convincing, it's going to be the greatest experience of your life. I, but I, here you go. I just I, I've never understood that. I've never. It, and we don't have this issue in Norman. They don't have it in Tuscaloosa. They don't have it in Ann Arbor. You know these these towns that are in Columbus, Ohio. They don't have this in Athens, Georgia. But the fact that to some people and the NFL snobs, oh my gosh, the NFL media is insufferable sometimes. Well, because you know, let's not act like the NFL product is always just this great thing. It's like, "Oh, I guess I'll have to watch Colorado now." It's like, "Yeah, yes. You should be watching college football anyway." Colorado Colorado State was more exciting than either of those two games last night. It- it's just, I, I know I go on this rant every often. I'm sorry. I, I work with too many people out of New York where I'm like, bro, this is one of the greatest slates of college football this weekend. And you're trying to tell me you think people are more interested in a pennant chase? Get out of here. <laughs> right? I'm just, it's college football and it's freaking awesome. And the and the fact that we have to sell anyone or that it takes this to draw people in, I'm fine with it. More eyes, more people, hopefully more money. More fun. So I'm not anti-Dion right now. Me neither. And he's new. I, he's different. I did not think we'd be right here. I didn't think they'd be 3-0. and No, of course not. I, I told you all summer they were going to stink. And they're clearly much further along than that. Now, I do understand fans feeling like, oh, my gosh, enough on Dion when you got first take who couldn't care less about college football. Right. And now all of a sudden you got Dion doing his thing at Colorado, the Buffs doing their thing, and all of a sudden they're in Boulder, right? And, and there's other instances of that. Uh, undisputed, it goes on and on and on. It's like people that did not care about college football, and that's in a way great, yes, for the sport, but it's sort of like, hey, get out of our neighborhood. You didn't care about us before, and now all of a sudden you've shown up because of Dion, and that frustrates people. Right. It was – it was very similar. I think if I could give it a round here analogy, 
a faction of the Oklahoma baseball fans that were like, oh, now you care about baseball that they're going to the World Series. I think there's a faction of that. Now, and does it anger me when I see Stephen A. Smith try to break down a game other than something with Colorado? Yes, because I think that he hasn't watched any of the games, which is fine, but I'm here for it. All right, and I now we go to Stephen A's A-list on college football's top five. Top five college teams Stephen A. Smith has seen this year. And Feinbaum's here to disagree. I, I agree with this from the 918. Could not agree with you more, man. If you have to sell anyone on college football, that's a them problem, not a you problem. Bravo. Bravo. All right, 932. I went to a place I haven't been in a while, guys, to elicit some reactions to get the pulse of the people. Ah, let's see what Facebook thinks about the 3 and 0 start for the Sooners. We'll dive into it next right here on the Ref. All right, welcome back into the Plank show. This is the Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Hour 1 is brought to you by our good friends. At VH Fence, Van Hoos Fence. 405-735-1167 or online at vhfence.com. I had to call VH Fence. Our Van Hoos Fence. Mark, I'm calling you. I was mowing. Josh, how about the timing of the mow last night? Huh? Got everything mowed. Looking pretty sharp. Looking pretty, pretty sharp. And the timing, though, with the rains coming this morning? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, you need it to. It looks so good. Because, uh... Buckets outside. Oh, wow. Um, listen, I'm not, this thing done blowed up. Facebook? Yeah. Wow. Um, see, I thought this was going to be really easy. What but, was the question? Okay, it's a very simple. Oof, okay. Um, <laughs> here we go. What's your hottest take through three weeks of the Sooner football season? I mean, okay. come on, isn't Facebook about. Hot takes. Um, yeah, the problem is most people on Facebook don't realize it's a hot take. <laughs> uh, Lance, you just, I'll just roll through some of these. There's some good and, – and listen, when I say I go to Facebook, I know for some of you this is your favorite, right? This is where you have your groups, and, the, and some of these groups are really good. Like the softball groups, pretty good, pretty good. Um, I don't do the football groups. Just because there's so many of them, I think I belong. I don't even know how. I, I don't understand my Facebook profile. I know I can't have more than 5,000 friends for some reason, and they told me to make my profile professional, and I did that, and I still can't fi- find more than 5,000 friends. I, I don't know how to do this, all right? I'm failing at Facebook. So part of this mocking, Josh, might be a sense of lack of understanding, okay? So some of these are really good. Some of these are really good, like this. Need to tighten up on our corners from Lance. I, I know exactly what you're thinking, Lance. That's not the issue. That's not, in my opinion. I think there's other issues in that back end that aren't necessarily corner-related. As More, in schematics? No, I just I think that there's been a little... Well, you're moving guys around. Is the best way to put it. Suddenly, you know, Peyton Bowen is is he's your he's your cheetah, right? He's your starting cheetah. 
So there is, you know, maybe a little bit more increased responsibilities in making sure that as smart as Peyton is, you start getting in that mode of, oh, if that's not in the right place, I've got to do this. A little overthinking sometimes. There have been a few mistakes back there. So, and not just specifically the secondary, but, you know, linebackers. I, there, when you say tighten up the corners, I think of the miscommunications that led to guys wide open and drop eight. And I think that's what you're talking about. Now, if you're saying, oh, there's been big plays there that haven't been hit, that might be somewhat fair, too. Oh, just got another comment. Bro, this is like a slot machine right now. Um, <laughs> Scott, this is pretty good. Dylan Gabriel will play his way to an invite to New York for the Heisman ceremony and guide OU to an 11-1 regular season. And a portion of the unappreciative Sooner fan base will still be clamoring for baby Jesus to be starting. Scott referring to Jackson Arnold as baby Jesus. Uh, Here's a hot one. I, f- I have a feeling, writes John, mocking Oklahoma State will come back to haunt us in a few weeks. If Oklahoma State puts forth that at any point in the rest of the season, no. Uh, and then Tyler didn't understand the assignment. What was, my, what was the question? What's your hottest take after three weeks of the Oklahoma football season? Raiders still suck even without Carr. Um, someone brought up our Bryles in here. There is uh, a, jo- a general booty joke. There is uh, a lot of Danny Stutzman love. A lot of Danny Stutzman love. And then there is maybe the best one on here by Taken. Or, I'm sorry. <laughs> Who names their kid? Taken. Talon. Talon, whose birthday is in three days. Happy early birthday. Do people see this because I'm, like, professional now? My profile is professional? How do these people that I'm not friends with find this? It's a fair question. You've got thousands of people following. Thousands! I've got a lot of uh, CBD and apparently pot places that are now in my list. I don't know how that happened. You know, when a digital creator creates, the people... Will arrive. The season will be defined by OU Texas. But is Texas really that good? They beat Alabama. However, Alabama's not the same Alabama. Also, Washington won at home beating Tulsa by a similar margin of victory than OU did against them on the road. Actually, OU thumped them worse than Washington did. That's saying something. But this team, this team has the dog in them to win. They have that swagger. This year, that's been missing. There is a lot here. Um, I I found the good. Uh, Natalie Cash, very famous radio star in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. Says she wants to be our assistant. That's her hot take. Uh, this is a very lucrative job if you want to be my assistant. You ready? What would, uh, I mean, like, what are those job responsibilities? Well, you don't get to go to the game. You don't get to stand on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, let's start you, there. You basically answer all the phone calls that I send to voicemail, and you probably just sit around. Chop audio. Yeah, chop a little audio. I'll be like, hey, go cut this up. 
<laughs> it's a glamour position. It's definitely, definitely a glamour position. But I think it's pretty good. Mike, uh, I think we're related. I think Cody and I are related. I'm related to everyone that I'm Facebook friends with in some way, shape, or form. That's my mom's great line, right? We like, uh, she's like, you need to, you need to accept Tommy Sue as your friend on Facebook. Like, mom, I can't accept friends on Facebook. I have too many. Well, Tommy is grandma's cousin's aunt. She's very close to your grandma. My grandma who's passed away. T- yes, yes, you need to accept her. So I guess I'm friend- family with everyone here. So we're all kin. Cody writes, we have to keep up the offensive tempo or we won't be in the Big 12 championship game. The only team we can afford to lose to is Texas, but we need to play them in the title game. That's our only real shot at the CFB playoffs. You know, that's um, that's maybe part of this too. I'm going to close that now and not go back there until tomorrow. Um, A little bit more sane than I expected. A little bit more sane than I expected. But in that same vein, Josh... Can you start? No. You can't start thinking about CFB playoffs until you beat Texas, right? Now, you can talk about preparing a team to be in that position. I need to see this. I want to see this. Where was this? What's that? Why isn't this guy out there? Who's this? What's our injury situation? All those things. But none of it becomes a reality until you win in three weeks. Sure. Maybe if you lose a thriller close – you could still have that conversation. Or an 11, hold on, seven, like 18 days, one hour, 13 minutes, and 26 seconds. I think that's right. <laughs> Towards the big game between Oklahoma and Texas. Win this weekend, though. Yeah, got to take care of biz these next two weeks. That wasn't bad, Josh. I'm a little bit disappointed. I thought it might be uh, a little bit more crazy town. Well done, people of Facebook. Maybe I should go... Therefore, opinions more often. I like no? it. Or no. It's nice little, nice content for us. Nice content for the show. And it gave us a segment, which means when we come back to the text line, 10 a.m., Jeff Levy, 10.30, Ted Roof, 11.30, Print Finnables, the home of Sooner fans. <laughs> oh, man. Print Finnables coming up at 11.30, live, his press conference. Josh and I will recap and get you the highlights from Ted Roof's media availability from about 10 to 10.30, then from 10.30 to 11, we look back on Jeff Levy's with audio and highlights from it. I love it. Show's over is basically what we're saying. Yes. <laughs> but in the meantime, as we wrap up Hour 1, brought to you by Van Hoos Fence, I, I, I did want to hit the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. 918, sir, you need to give yourself a name. I'm sorry. Either that or we'll start. I'll rename you all caps, guy. I just want the record to show that I was the first person to say Dylan Gabriel will be in New York for the Heisman. <laughs> Duly noted, my friend. Duly noted. Large William. Oh, that's a great name. Tell him Large William sent you. Hot take. The tight ends are not very good blockers. Yeah, a lot of folks uh, are disappointed in Stogner in that regard. What, you mean when Owen Ostrowski ran through his soul and nearly dis- decapitated Dylan Gabriel? <laughs> I mean, he ran through uh, multiple souls on that play. <laughs> wow, that was a pretty awesome play. But I, I, I hear you. Looked like uh, 
I mean, it wasn't just Stogner. There were multiple people that missed a block there. Oh, there were, okay. I, it was like three guys had a chance out. I haven't watched the tape. I just remember in that moment. Barnes missed him in the backfield, too. On the radio broadcast, someone said, why would you ever line up a tight end over Owen? So, it was more than just him. Fair enough. Good point. Uh, hottest takes on football usually have to do with the rapture. In my <laughs> so what? Which uh, which Facebook pages are you trafficking? Five eight zero Nate, I love you so much. Uh, Brooke asks a very good question. What podcast did you listen to while you mow? Very, very good question. I finished Think Twice, Michael Jackson, which was something, and then I watched. I watched. I listened to something called The Shell Lake Massacre, which might have been the worst podcast I ever listened to. Why do you say that? Because the host. You've got a high podcasting standard. You have a little true crime conversation here? Sure. It's like you're, you're dealing with a dramatic topic. You don't have to be overly dramatic in it all. And she was Canadian, and it was a Canadian story. So literally there was the accent and then her, what's the way to put this, her phrasing and how she phrased things. It just wasn't for you. It wasn't, but yet I listened to the whole damn thing. <laughs> and I also, if you, if you, just for a side, fun little topic if you ever want to, go and look in the Apple reviews of any like three-part, four-part, five-part series, right? Any of them, six, seven, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And every single – there's every single one of these have someone in the comments like – Worst thing ever. This could have been done in two episodes. Everyone, this could have been one episode. Josh, Wait. this literally – I listened to five episodes. It could have been one episode. Yeah, people don't understand the concept of trying to make money. And then I started the – it took me a long time to mow my yard last night, obviously. And then I started nah, the – clickbait. I started the Exposed Wondery series on the cover-up at Columbia University. So that's that was my podcast listening while I was mowing yesterday. Clickbait. It's all clickbait, Josh. That's right. A five-part series. This girl, she talked the whole time like this. And I'm just like, why, why am I listening to this? Was there dramatic music? But not well-timed dramatic music. Let's have a whole hour on podcast reviews. Sooner Steven writes, I, I sent like this that. into T-Row as well, but Oklahoma State's season average scores so far, 20.3 to 20.3. I find it fascinating that it is exactly 20.3 for both sides. Someone tell Mike Gundy there's a problem. Oh, oh. His press conference yesterday. I mean, I want to go. I want to go. I just want to sit in and watch it. I honestly think he is – I think he is auditioning to become the new drive-time host at a, a competing radio station. I think that's what Mike Gundy is doing because it literally is some of the best content that you can get. It's like a talk show, Josh. Did you hear any of it? I would I would like to oh, have you play dude, some of it. Dude, okay. Well, you just you just you just wait. I, I, and I, I did hear it, but yeah, I'd like <gasps> to revisit. 
he's so entertaining. And if I'm an Oklahoma State fan, you're just enraged. I am so, so triggered. Well, because that's somebody that feels pretty comfortable, it seems like. <laughs> uh, any news on Jacob Lacey's progress, asks the 405. I think they're really happy with how he's playing. I was floored on the night of the SMU game because he had been in uniform, but I didn't think he was going to play. When Toby said Jacob Lacey on the stop, I was like, what? Excuse me. He's out there? And I'm standing on the, the, the sidelines. Yeah, he's. I think they're very happy with where he is. And I'll tell you what, I you've sent me the snap counts. Those are going to continue to climb. Those are going to continue to climb for him. Uh, hot take, Eric and Austin writes. Oh, I'm sorry, Aaron and Austin writes. I think the OU running game saves the day on Saturday. We've seen almost every aspect of this team excel the first three weeks, albeit not all at the same time, with the exception of the running game. 250 yards and three to four explosive plays. This is, after all, the team that led the Big 12 in 2022 in that category. Speaking of time for young guns to break out and shine, Kane Green at left guard, Boomer. It's Plank Show.